0: We play like we play!
1: What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Big Easy Bets podcast. I'm your host, Logan, and with me in the studio, Nick Von Brick.
0: Snakes don't have shoulders because they don't have arms.
1: Episode 63 of Big Easy Bets is brought to you by Manscaped. Holiday season right around the corner. Every guy should have a Manscaped uh, lawnmower 3.0, 2.0, 3.0, whatever it is. The lawnmower, you need to have it in your repertoire. Um, they got the perfect packages, or that can you can buy everything that's inside of the perfect package individually. Uh, and you can get all of that for 20% off and free shipping with the promo code, big, easy bets. Every guy should have one of these at their disposal. Uh, Manscaped use the promo code, big, easy bets. Also brought to you by the neutral ground sports network. Um, all right. Episode 63, uh, the biggest news hanging over new Orleans is obviously the fate of Drew Brees. And then also to the NBA draft is tonight. So we'll touch on that a little bit. Um, but, all right, first things first, Drew Brees has five cracked ribs and a collapsed lung. What is your uh, what's your first, first reaction when you hear that? <gasps> <laughs> yeah, you and everybody else. I, I was not expecting it to be five cracked ribs. Uh, apparently he had three um, on one side from the Tampa game, which I don't even remember him necessarily even getting hit. Um, uh, Tampa didn't really hit anybody. Um, but three cracked ribs that apparently they did not see um and they caught they caught it in the most recent mri um due to the injury uh this past sunday so five crack ribs and a collapse along when do you think we see drew back
0: i don't know hopefully by playoffs i guess
1: so that would be what seven weeks
0: yeah i think well how many what week are we in 11 yeah yeah so we're in the 11th week there's Yeah, so six weeks, something like that. Seven, seven, six weeks.
1: Some teams, yeah. So I I was looking at it. I think we still got. uh, Um, it's right around six to seven weeks. So, I mean, you think? I
0: think that's plenty of enough time. So, like, if he were out, once playoff came, I'd I'd be um, surprised.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, so do you think there's any chance we see him in the regular season? Or just don't um, Yeah,
0: especially if it's like I mean, there's he, a chance, you know, that
1: – He heals quicker than – and he, he takes it as a challenge and almost always comes back from uh, an injury sooner than expected. I mean, we saw it with the thumb injury. You saw it with, I mean, the damn shoulder injury. They said he'd never throw a football again. He came, obviously came back from that. Um, so it, he takes it upon himself to rehab harder than anybody else. They said the dude's the most competitive guy like of all time so he takes it upon himself to make sure he's back sooner than what is expected um so i don't know i mean minnesota game maybe
0: yeah maybe so i mean it the division the race for the division could tighten up no yeah, definitely tampa's seven and three we're seven and two obviously we beat them twice but <clears throat> it's the best record at at the end of the regular season is going to win that division so yeah it's still pretty close so uh, we need him back as soon as possible, really.
1: No, yeah, definitely. And he said, he put out on Instagram, said that he, uh, he's got the best medical team in the world, obviously referring to his kids, which uh, I wouldn't put my money on them to get him back where he needs to be. But he said he'll be back in no time. Um, so let's hope because everybody, everybody that was shitting on Drew Brees, now you get your wish. You get to see what the offense is like with Jameis, who should have threw a pick on his second drive. So um, I don't know. We'll we'll get into all of that on how we think that's gonna go uh when we get to the NFL the NFL portion of things. But NBA draft tonight, who do you think goes number one?
0: I don't know. It's pretty tough. I think it's either out of Anthony Edwards and LaMelo Ball.
1: Yeah. I think it should be Anthony Edwards. It should be. Anthony Edwards is gonna be a beast. Um LaMelo Ball, I I don't know. I he's kinda like Lonzo. Like he's better than Lonzo in my opinion, but it's not that wide of a of a uh, margin. Yeah, he
0: appears to be a better scorer.
1: Yeah, but he's not that great of an outside shooter. Yeah, and he's gonna he's gonna struggle getting into the paint and scoring at the rim, uh, much like Lonzo did or does. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, if Lonzo gets there, he just can't finish. Or exactly. It's, it's weird. <laughs> um. But LaMelo, I mean, he's got just as good a court vision as um, as Lonzo does. And I don't know. We'll see. I think number one pick should be Anthony Edwards, though. Do, uh, do the Pelicans make a move with all of their first-round draft picks after sending Holiday to uh, Milwaukee? Do we make a move, get into that top five range? I don't know. I mean, do you hope we do? Or you just want to keep stacking the first-round picks? I say go try to get Anthony Edwards.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I think they should just let Zion shoot it 50 times a game.
1: Yeah, I don't know about all that. But He'll make 20 or 25. I mean, think about think about Anthony Edwards. You got, you'd got you have who? Uh, Lonzo, Drew Holiday. Anthony Edwards could probably play the four. So, I don't know. Maybe not. But just, I, I don't know. I want him. I think he's going to be a stud. I really do. I think he's going to be the best player out of the draft. I like Obi Toppin, but... A lot of people think he might be a bust. I don't know about all that, but Obi Toppin was really good at Dayton. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I, I hope we kind of make a move. I hope we make a move, get, a, pick, get into the mix. Is that 13? 12, I think. 12. But then we also have Milwaukee's at, like, 20-something, and then we've got, like, two picks for the next, like, six years. So
0: Yeah, man, I don't know. I don't know a lot about the players in the draft, so.
1: Uh. I mean, there's some definitely some talented players. James Wiseman. um out of Memphis even though he didn't really play much of the year uh Killian Hayes from overseas obviously LaMelo Ball overseas um Obi Toppin out of Dayton Anthony Edwards out of Georgia um I mean there's there's a good a good amount of talent but I don't know we'll see what happens I it I'm just kind of like yeah on the NBA we just fucking got done now there's a draft and now the season starts next month like it's weird
0: yeah it's I don't know the NBA, I,
1: yeah. I, everybody's joining the Nets as a super team. Um,
0: Nobody wants to win the hard way. Yeah.
1: So, but all right, another really really good week for Big Easy Bets. Um, college and NFL. Both of us went positive. Um, I went seven and two in college. Nick went three and two. Uh, to recap, I had. So I had a ton of games get canceled. Nick, you had Utah get canceled, uh, which I was also on. I had my Big Easy Bet of the Week, Arizona State get canceled. Um, Ohio State got postponed. Coastal Carolina got postponed. might have got canceled outright. Um, So I was kind of scrambling. I gave out a lot of picks on Twitter. Uh, This week I'm going to have two Big Easy Bets because I didn't have one last week, obviously with Arizona State getting canceled. But we had um, Central Michigan on – Went back to the middle-of-the-week games and finally, finally hit a winner. Central Michigan was on, I don't know, Wednesday, Thursday. Uh, minus 7, they end up winning 40-10. to 10. The defense is the real deal. On Saturday, I had Marshall minus 24 on the anniversary of the uh, plane crash. No easier bet in football. Uh, they cover that spread. We had Boise minus 14. Um, so, Boise was on Friday, weren't they? Yeah. And uh, I'm trying to do. There's so many games, and then so many games getting canceled. Who did Boise play again? Um, I could tell shit. you in two seconds. I know it's um with all the games getting canceled. I'm like, good god, it's just there's so much going on that I was like, I was scrambling to figure it out. Um, actually, I can't even tell you because I didn't fucking write it down. Oh my god. Um, I remember we were talking about it, Bachmeyer. I was up in the, I was on the fence if Bachmeyer was coming back or not. I yeah, said, well, that's why I didn't bet on it. Colorado State, Colorado State. Okay, yeah, and um, they ended up winning fifty-two to twenty-one. Hank Bachmeyer did play. Holani was out, but Bachmeyer played. Um, it was a little close there for a little bit, but they pulled away towards the end. And I mean, Boise did what they always do—they cover the spread, except when I'm betting against them, like we did with BYU. So Boise State minus fourteen. Um, I hopped on USC minus 14 and a half. I wish I wouldn't have. That offense is really, really questionable. I don't know. Slovis doesn't look great. Uh the defense sucks. I don't know. That that's one of those teams that's gonna be really hard to pick. I was looking at them this week because it's like you think, okay, that offense has gotta get gotta get on track. It was expected to be an explosive offense, but Slovis just did not look sharp whatsoever. So we lose out there. Um Florida, minus 17 over Arkansas. They kicked a shit out of Arkansas, even with Felipe Franks in his homecoming. Um, Florida's offense is damn good, even without Kyle Pitts. 63 points. Even without Kyle Pitts, the, arguably the best pass catcher in the nation. Um, Wisconsin, minus 4 over Michigan. I mean, they kicked a shit out of Michigan. Harbaugh should have been fired at halftime. He really should have. He should have been out at halftime, but... He's still there. Um, Miami plus two and a half. We were both on this game. This shit came down to the wire. Uh, we were confused why um, Virginia Tech was favorites against a top 10 team in Miami. And, I mean, they very easily could have won that game. But Miami turned it up in the fourth quarter and uh, ended up winning outright due to a D. Eric King. I think it was like a 39-yard touchdown pass um, in the final minutes of the game. We were both on Oregon -10. This game was a little bit uh you had to sweat this one out a little bit. So, but they ended up covering the spread um and then we were both on Penn State, which you were as well. Um what what are your what are your takeaways from the Penn State game? Anything? Clifford fucking sucks. I mean, I w- Clifford's the reason they lost this game.
0: So, Miami, I was on Army and Penn State all at 11, so I was really watching Army and Miami a little bit more so I mean I was flipping back and forth through Penn State a little bit and uh, I don't know (laughs) I didn't expect them to be 0-4 no me neither no I thought their defense wasn't uh, didn't play as good as I thought it would play and then you know that they made a quarterback change that ended up helping them out but it they failed in the red zone two times there at the end
1: yep No, I know. It was a frustrating game to watch. They were down – what were they down, 21 in the first half? Yeah, they were down by – And they came back and they had a chance to tie it up at the end. They made a good push in the second half, but Clifford just really cost them. Uh, The dude's a walking turnover. Um, All right, what happened in the Army game? Because you were big on Army.
0: Yeah, it was my big easy bet. Um, This game, if you look at the score, you're going to say, what the hell was he thinking? (laughs) This game was actually – it was a close game. I think the difference here, though, when you watch the game was just Tulane was more prepared. Army had been off for two weeks straight, uh, which should have been a red flag for me. But I don't know. I, I feel like Army was a little bit too conservative, especially on defense. like Willing to give up just enough, but afraid to give up a big play. And like Tulane really took advantage of that and was able to convert a lot of first downs and uh, convert on third down pretty well. And they got down early, and for an Army team to come back, I mean, it was tough. We saw Navy was able to do it against Tulane, but Tulane's improved
1: since then, so. Yeah, three three turnovers didn't help you at all.
0: No, but two of those I'm pretty sure came really late. Yeah. Like, the score, this was like a score where Army could have ended up covering if they would have scored one more touchdown. But then they, like, went into – panic mode there at the mm-hmm. end and and turn the ball over a couple of times but no they had their chances they got into the red zone at one point midway through the fourth quarter and they weren't able to score so
1: Tulane ran the ball well 5.3 yards a carry 171 yards yeah
0: they ran the ball well and then they were able to complete a lot of short passes mm-hmm. army was like giving it to them though so yeah. But I mean, Army ran the ball like they usually do. It was just finishing drives became a problem for them.
1: Yeah, I mean, it happens. Um, so San Diego State, you got a winner there. Are they? Are they like your version of Boise State for me?
0: I don't know. I don't you like love to get San on. Diego State. I mean, I, I've bet on them three times this year, and they have covered all three times. <laughs> um,
1: I mean, are, no, are you on them this week? No. Did you want to? No. Not even a little bit.
0: No, Nevada's good. That's who they're playing this week. But now yep. San Diego State played, who was it?
1: Last week? Yes. Um, I'm sure it was fucking late because all of those games are late. Um, actually, it wasn't. San Diego State played Hawaii. They yeah, Hawaii.
0: So San Diego State, this is the story of their football team, and this is why you should stay away from them this week. They have a fantastic defense, and they're able to run the ball at will, but their quarterback, on the other hand, Hasn't learned how to complete passes yet. I think that this game against Nevada—he went four for thirteen and they smashed 30 yards and two picks. Yeah, so you would say there's no way that team won the football game this day. He and only H. completed four passes. Th- they smashed Hawaii because uh, of how strong their defense is. This Nevada team to me is a pretty good team. I'm I'm not betting on this game, but it's definitely a game I would stay away from that this week.
1: Yeah. So first quarter. 51 yard touchdown run. Two minutes later, 62 yard touchdown run. Start of the second quarter, five minutes in, three yard touchdown run. Then you get a 71 yard pick six. We're up 28 to nothing. Give up a field goal, 28 to three. Um, and then two more field goals, 34. After giving up a 75 yard touchdown pass, 34 to 10. Um. Yeah, the quarterback literally didn't. Like I could have played quarterback.
0: You know, defense really held Hawaii to nothing except for that big long, that one long touchdown. But Mm -hmm. this game wasn't even on TV. I was like reading updates on my computer. Every play, I had to read to read a sentence about it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, they cover for you. Then we both were on Oregon. Um, Oregon, I don't even know. I don't even know really what to think about Oregon. Oregon's good, dude. But they just, I don't know. Washington State's
0: better than we thought they were. Yeah. Even though, look, Oregon covered this game, but. Dude, they were without a few players. They had a few injuries, and Brady Breeze ended up being one of them. I know. So, I was looking for him. I was like, I was what like, the what? fuck? I was like, where's he at? That's why they're fucking being like, able to move.
1: Fuck, dude. Oh, man. When I saw he was out, I was like, son of a bitch. But is he playing this week? I don't know. It didn't it's like so hard to research injuries and I just got
0: like once I didn't see him in there I I researched something that just had a list of players that were gonna be out and he was on it yeah so I mean but there's nothing like saying that this was a major injury that he should be expected to be out for a long period of time so I don't know I do think Oregon's a really good football team and I think that you know, their defense really stepped up in the second half in this game. Yeah, no, they did. And it, that's it, that's the way I expect them to play for the entirety of it. But Washington State's a good team and they're very ba- they're a balanced team, so I'd say watch out for the
1: Cougars. Yeah, no, they definitely play better than I thought they would, um, even in the absence of Mike Leach. But but nevertheless, I went seven and two, you went three and two. Um, I'm fucking still on fire. Absolutely on fire. I mean, six and two last week, seven and two this week. Uh, we haven't lost money in the last month. Uh, my overall records forty two and thirty nine. And if you've been listening, you've heard me say every week that record's not great. But if you heard where it was, I mean, in the, in college football, I'm everything I'm touching is turning to gold until this week because I keep talking about it. Um, so no big easy bet this week for me. I'll have two this week. Uh, or no biggies bet last week. I'll have two this week. 42 and 39 overall for me. Uh, Nick is 25, 23 and one, uh, five and six in his uh, locks of the week. Uh, Overall, collectively that brings us to 52, 44 and one and seven and 12 for our locks of the week. So we're not hitting the locks of the week, but if you bet all of the picks, you've made money. We're up and we're still going to continue to trend in that direction. So, all right. First things first. Let's talk about um, the biggest, one of the biggest games this week: Indiana, Ohio State. Are you on it? Um, no. Did you look at it? Yeah. What'd you think?
0: If I had to bet the game, you know, I'd definitely pick Ohio State. I think Indiana's a team a lot like Minnesota last year. Yep. It's an overachieving team. They do have a good defense though, and then you look at Ohio State and how they've played this year. I think that this could be one of
1: the games that they ended up end up scoring like 50, 60 points. Who Ohio State? Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I'm taking I'm taking the Buckeyes. Um, Michael Penix Jr. is the quarterback for Indiana, and he's played. He's really good. He's really good, but he makes a lot of questionable throws. Um, I don't know. Did you watch him against Michigan State? No. I that's a that's one of the reasons I'm saying. Well, I just haven't seen him enough seen indiana not this year yeah he made a lot of questionable throws he threw two picks two bad picks against michigan state and they were still able to win the game if he plays like that against ohio state they're gonna beat the shit out of him so everybody's kind of like riding on indiana they're like a a fan favorite top 10 team when's the last time indiana was top 10 in football i mean i couldn't tell you it's college basketball maybe um I'm going to go with the Buckeyes. I think Indiana defense is good, but that Ohio State offense is better. And they have not played a defense like Ohio State's yet, which really hadn't really impressed impressed the hell out of me this year. They've looked um, a little shaky to start, but that's to be expected. So they got a late start to the season. They weren't playing, then they were playing, then they're not playing again, and now they're back. Here we are. So I'm going to take the Buckeyes minus 20.5 over the number nine ranked Indiana Hoosiers. What's your first pick this week?
0: Um, Utah State at Wyoming. Wyoming's 20-and-a-half point favorites. This game's on Thursday night. Um, to me, Wyoming's a better football team than their record it indicates. They're 1-and-2, but Wyoming lost a close game to a really good Nevada team in overtime, and then they spanked Hawaii. And then in the following week after that, they lost to Colorado State in which they were upset, but they turned the ball over three times. I think if you look at this team statistically, uh, a really balanced offense, uh, and I expect that to be too much for a Utah State defense that can't stop a nosebleed allowing 525 yards a game. Uh, Utah State on offense is uh, ineffective as well. So, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like Wyoming is a team that can – be a good team and i think that they'll take that step into showing that on
1: thursday so i was looking at this one um and i'm i'm on the fence i mean do you think i should hop on it i mean (laughs) How, how good do we feel is it your big easy bet no yeah i mean but i do feel good about it but
0: i'll take them fuck it yeah yeah, I feel good about it because I don't know if it's enough points. And I think that, you know, Wyoming losing and then having yeah. a losing record might not be allowing this spread to be as big as it ought to be.
1: It's 20 and a half? Yeah. Okay, I like that. Under 21, just like Ohio State. Um, yeah, I'll take it as well. No, Wyoming is good. I took Wyoming against um, Colorado State. Yeah, and they ended up well, – they, they lost outright. yeah. But I mean, you look at the t-
0: statistics; they dominated in terms of yards. Yes. It was turnovers <laughs> that made a big difference for Wyoming in that game. If they, it does. Wyoming can turn a ball over against Utah State. Utah State's not a good team, and they don't force a turnover. So I mean, they they're incapable on offense, and they're not good on defense either. So I think Utah State's one of the worst teams out there right now.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I jumped the gun. I do have a pick tonight. Um, so this podcast will be out in about probably a half hour after we're done. Uh, I'm going to take the Western Michigan and Central Michigan over 59 and a half tonight. Um, Central Michigan's got a really good defense. We were on them last week. They won 40 to 10. They do have a really good defense, but Western Michigan can uh, put up some points and Central Michigan can score a little bit themselves too. So I don't, I'm not a huge fan of their quarterback. A little short, that dude running around. Um, but he's not, ple- he's not pleasing to look at. Like, let's put it that way. You, you're like, okay, he's not going to be good, but he's not terrible, I guess. So we'll take the over 59 and a half in that one. Um, next one, Appalachian state at number 15, coastal Carolina. You on this one? No, no. Well, every year there's a team that you just got to ride with and it's the, it's the Chanticleers. Um, Coastal's 5-1 one and 1 against the spread, App State's 1 and 6 against the spread. Um App, Coastal's game last week obviously just got canceled. Um Georgia State App State played Georgia State and they won 17 to 13. We saw Coastal play Georgia State, they covered the spread in that game easily. Um So App State, I mean, only 17 point App State was Pretty much, I mean, remember last year against U. L. They were putting up some points. Like they were, yeah. App State has run this conference since they've joined it. Yeah. So, but I'm going with Coastal Carolina minus five and a half at home. Um, what are they on the teal turf? Yeah, I can't stay away from these blue shaded turfs. Um, so I'm gonna go with Coastal Carolina minus five and a half. And I mean, you didn't even look at it.
0: I mean, I looked at it a little bit, but. It's one of those games where you know Appalachian State's defense has been mm-hmm. fairly good this year, yeah. And then you just wonder, you know, when is Coastal going to have a, a game, or if they're going to have a game that they're they don't perform well on third down. I mean, Appalachian State does pretty well on third down. Uh, their third down defense is good, but not great. But yeah, I don't know. I just feel like we could see Coastal in some. Fairly close games coming down the stretch, and, we, and maybe even we in the conference will.
1: championship game if if they indeed make it there. We definitely will eventually, but until sometimes you got to ride you got to ride it till the wheels fall off. So, and that's what we're doing. So, I'm gonna take them. Which, uh what's your next one? LSU
0: minus two on the road against Arkansas. Both of these teams have had their struggles. LSU hasn't played a game in three weeks and they're starting a freshman quarterback who struggled the last time out against Auburn. Uh I expect LSU's defense to be a better than it's been this season. Neither one of these offenses have been very good on third down this year. LSU's only converting 33% of their third downs and Arkansas is only converting 36 of theirs. Uh, I think 62 I mean 64 points is too many points for these offenses that just aren't that good on third down, I expect to see uh, too many punts to get to 64. So I'm going LSU at Arkansas under 64.
1: Yeah, that's probably a good bet. I'm going to stay away from the game altogether. I was looking at it. I was looking at the point spread, all of it. Um, Yeah, I'm going to stay away.
0: It's a must-win no, for
1: LSU. Yeah, definitely. It's going to be a bad look if we don't win this game. Um, But also, too, I mean, Felipe Franks didn't look great last week against a Florida defense that's not top-notch. They're playing better. Like I said, they would Todd Grantham would get them going, get them moving in the right direction. They'd start playing better, obviously than they did in the beginning of the year, but they're still, they're still not a great defense. And I mean, Felipe Franks couldn't do much of anything against them. So I like the pick. Um, all right. Number 10, Wisconsin at number 19, Northwestern, uh, Northwestern is seven and a half point, uh, home underdogs. Um, I'm going to roll with the Badgers, minus seven and a half. Graham Mertz is going to be the difference in this game. He's much better than Jack Cohn. He is. A lot of Wisconsin people don't want to admit it, um, but he is. He's going to be the difference. They've still got the run. They can still run the ball like Wisconsin always can, averaging I think a little over 200 yards a game. Um, But on the flip side, the Badger defense is the real deal. They are damn good. Um, Only allowing 218 yards per game, which is kind of ridiculous. Uh, they just beat the shit out of Michigan, uh, and Northwestern's coming off of a seven-point win over Purdue. I think Northwestern's another one of those teams that – I mean, you were big on Northwestern. You think their defense is legit, right? Yeah, it is. Um, I mean, are you on this game? No. No? I think Wisconsin's just one of those teams that, like, they know they've got to go out. Same thing, much like a BYU, even though – Wisconsin's in the big 10 they're in a the power five um they were same thing supposed to play then they're not playing then they're playing again they can't have off weeks they got to go out and send a message every week it's gonna be hard to get the nod over Ohio State obviously you're gonna you're gonna have to beat Ohio State to come out of the big Ten and represent but I really like I really like Mertz a lot. he really impressed me against Illinois I was big on Illinois week one. And he, I mean, went like 20 of 21 and the one incompletion. Shouldn't have been an incompletion. Um, so, played well against Michigan. But the defense is what really set the tone. Um, so, I'm going to take – obviously, I think this is a good – a pretty good line. That that .5 is bothering me. I would love it if it was at 7. Um, but I'm going to take the 7.5, and it's going to be my big easy bet of the week.
0: Yeah. Um, what's – Wisconsin's really good, and they they could be a threat to Ohio State. I don't know how it's going to work, though. You know, Wisconsin has had two of their games canceled, so they'll only end up be playing – how many is it now? One, two, three, four,
1: yeah. five, six total games? I don't want to be the guy that has to figure out so like who, all that.
0: Yeah, so I don't know how that's, all that's going to work with who gets into the conference championship over there. But, no, Northwestern's a really good sound team on defense. They're physical – defensive team but i mean wisconsin's offense has proven to be a pretty high powered team uh with northwestern on the other hand um their offense is good but it's not it's not full of any bot any flashy type of playmakers it's just it's a team that tries to wear the opposing team's defense down and then it does in every game this year but i mean look this is the toughest defense probably in the big 10 wisconsin so yeah. i don't No, if I see that game plan going to be very effective, I mean, you could be looking at this game as like one of those old school LSU-Alabama games where um, Northwestern being LSU where they're not very effective moving the ball at all and the games may not even be close.
1: No, and that's exactly what I think it's going to be. Like I said, Wisconsin's the real deal. Don't be afraid of that extra half point. I mean, I would like it to be at seven as well, but... I mean, this is going to, this will probably be a, a, at least a 17 point victory. Like, I know that might sound a little crazy. Northwestern's top 20. But, I mean, we see a lot of, UL was ranked. UL was ranked, what, 25? They might have been even lower. Yeah, they're ranked now. Are they still ranked?
0: They got their ranking back.
1: Okay, <laughs> they're good. Okay, if they play Wisconsin, they're getting beat by thirty. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's my that's my point. <laughs> that's my point. So you can't well, be, you it, I mean, can't see the number next to the name. Do you think LSU would lose to UL? No.
0: Right. So there's a lot of teams like it's it's always like that though. No, I know.
1: You got you, you got to reward the teams that do well and that are winning. Yeah, get yeah. rankings. No, I'm not saying they're not worthy of the ranking. I'm just saying. The discrepancy between top 10 teams and the teams that are in squeaking inside the top 25 is night and day. I mean, it's... Yeah, I mean, you
0: could even look at it like the top three teams are yeah. night and day above no, the they rest are.
1: of the field because and Ohio that's exactly State what I'm and saying. Indiana... That's exactly how I feel, yeah. Those Ohio are two
0: top-ranked teams, and it's a three-possession spread.
1: Yeah, and we're on the fucking... We're on the Buckeyes, so... Yeah, no, so... Don't be afraid of the number. Take Wisconsin minus seven and a half. It's my big easy bet of the week. Um, you got to roll with it. So, and then we'll segue right into my second big easy bet of the week. (laughs) And we're going to Hawaii, uh, Boise state. I'm, I'm Hawaii just got manhandled by San Diego state. 34 to 10 Boise state. All they do is cover the spread. Typically it's only on the blue turf. Um, But they're not a bad road team. Bachmeyer's playing great. Uh, Holani should be back. Um, Hawaii just got gassed uh, on the ground. So if Holani's back, I love this. Um, It's sitting at minus 14 right now. So I'm going to take the Blue Broncos, going on the road, crossing the pond, the other pond, to Hawaii um, to cover a 14-point spread. So it's going to be my lock of the week. I got you. You ever gonna bet Boise this year? Or are you just gonna keep watching the money go by. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I'm not on this one. The reason is is just because Hawaii. I don't know how good their offense is. I don't think it's very good. But if San
1: Diego State and Boise State play, who would you take? Um, it would be Boise just because, like, I like mean, why is Boise not ranked? Because they lost to BYU. Yeah. Boise should be ranked.
0: I mean, look, they are they probably if they keep winning, you know, they're going to end up being ranked, but San Diego State, dude, they got big problems at quarterback. Yeah. Like major problems. Mm-hmm. So I mean, then this if a team can stop
1: you from running, which there is going to be a team out there. No, but my point is though they have big problems at quarterback and they just beat Hawaii by 24.
0: Right, but the, their defense is better than Boise's.
1: Yes, but Boise's defense is good.
0: Yeah, I think it's good enough. I I do think this is a good bet, but I mean, just got to keep a i I'm not gonna talent. just
1: blindly bet Boise every week. Um, there will be weeks that I don't, but I mean, it's not this week. I think I think they can cover the spread easily. I do. Hawaii. I mean, they don't have McDonald's anymore. Um. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, they don't even have McDonald's in Hawaii. It's just Burger Kings.
0: <laughs> That's uh, totally not true. But. <laughs>
1: I mean, it could be. I've never been. Um, but, all right, give me your next one.
0: Um. Oh, yeah, there we are. Georgia <laughs> State is three-and-a-half point favorites going on the road to play South Alabama. Um, I almost stayed away from this one because I think that these teams are fairly evenly matched. Um, But I do think that there is one glaring difference, and that's the strength of Georgia State's. Total offense, really. I mean, they have a super balanced attack, but then specifically the strength their run offense and also the strength their run defense. Plus, Georgia State is trending upward since getting blown out by Coastal Carolina and South Alabama. It's trending downward, dropping three in a row. I'm taking
1: Georgia State minus three and a half. Okay. I have no no opinion on that pick. Didn't look at it at all.
0: Well, we bet against
1: South Alabama. We did. And they early did. in the year. They burned us.
0: So, the thing, I mean, Georgia State's total team, their biggest you, weakness is their set, their defensive secondary.
1: Do you keep like a hit list any team that we bet against and they they <laughs> that we didn't win? You got to get them back no, at dude, some point in the year.
0: That makes me stay away cuz I do like to beat <laughs> when a team beats me, I like to get them back and beat them, but <laughs>
1: Even if they win, that's a bad way of looking at it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I like I said, I didn't look at that game whatsoever, so I I have no opinion on it. I don't have anything to give you. But
0: I I think Georgia State could do a a really good job of keeping this ball away from South Alabama by running the ball and converting on third down. I mean, their offense is extremely effective, and their quarterback is a, a dual threat. So, um, I think that's where the biggest. Strength of Georgia State is, and then their rush defense is very good. So, Mm South Alabama is going to have to make some big plays downfield to keep this one close, I think.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um, My next one, Oklahoma State at Oklahoma. Oklahoma's minus seven point favorites at home. Are you on this game? No. Okay. Uh, Obviously – we saw what uh, Spencer Rattler and the Sooners did last week, coming off a sixty-two to nine victory over Les Miles uh, Kansas Jayhawks. Is is Les back on the sidelines? Or Has he still got? COVID? I imagine. I mean, that was a while ago. Said COVID for like a month. Um, Oklahoma, um, Oklahoma State just grinded out a win over Kansas State, twenty to eighteen. This offense came in with a lot of high expectations and really has not lived up to uh, expectations the high expectations that they had. Um I know they've had injuries. Spencer Sanders was hurt for a while. Um I I'm going to go with and I don't feel great about it cuz there's a little bit of there's a little bit of rain in the forecast, but it's supposed to be scattered showers. Um I don't think it's going to be like thunderstorms by any means. I don't think it's going to be consistent rain. Just little scattered showers. Nothing to be too scared of. I'm going to take the over 59 and a half in this one. The minus seven, if I had to give out a pick in terms of the spread, which I'm not going to take it, but I would lean Oklahoma. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to go with the over 59 and a half. I think this could be a game for Oklahoma State to kind of start clicking how they were expected um, on the offensive side of the ball. And, I mean, we know what Oklahoma can do. They can put up a lot of points. So, 59-and-a-half, I feel like that's not enough. What you think? No?
0: Yeah, I think that's a good pick. I would not stay away from it, but I would because I'd lean Oklahoma State in terms of the spread when you would lean opposite. So I mean it's probably a game you should stay away from. Yeah, I, I could I could see I I mean it could be a close game. I think Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, State
1: could win. I think Oklahoma State's got the better defense.
0: Yeah, I mean they could win the game. So I mean I see seven points is too many, but I mean I'm not betting on it just because I don't really. Yeah. The Big Twelve, dude, it's like so unpredictable.
1: It's just, and so I feel like I feel like I've the same as you. I could see Oklahoma State winning, but there's just too many question marks with the offense for me to like say that they're going to beat them in a shootout. But I think they will put up points, yeah. and I'm pretty confident that Oklahoma will put up points as well. So that's why I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with the over fifty nine and a half. I feel like this should be, this should at least be mid to high sixties. So, um, yeah, and I already I already said I'm giving out uh, West Michigan, Central Michigan over fit, another fifty nine and a half. Um, so I'm also gonna take. Oh, did you look at the Bama game?
0: No. Who are they playing?
1: Kentucky. And I wanted to take Bama so bad. How but, many points is it? Kentucky's, I mean, Bama's 30-point favorites. The only reason yeah. I'm not taking it is because I'm worried that they're going to pull the starters. So mm-hmm. on offense, Kentucky will not be able to do shit. Yeah. Like, I don't think anything. So um, I wanted to take it. I'm not going to take it, but I really, really wanted to. Um, what do you think about the Oregon game? Um, It's a game I'm staying away from. I think I am too, but it's another game that I want to take. I, I do um UCLA I don't know UCLA did look good yeah, and I'm always on
0: them on that Sunday that wild Sunday game yep just yep. because you know
1: 34 to 10 over Cal yeah
0: and what I think they might have even been underdogs so
1: yeah I don't know I don't know what the point spread was it was I know that was they were supposed to UCLA was supposed to play what Utah that game got canceled so then they rescheduled quickly with Cal and played on a Sunday um, I, I, I mean, I kind of want to take Oregon, um, because Dorian Thompson Robinson's been playing a little too good, a little too good for my liking. Um, so yeah, fuck it. I'll do it. I'll take him. Yeah. I think it's probably a good bit. I'm a t- Oregon minus 13 and a half. I just talked myself into it. Um, I don't think, I mean, like I said, that dude. Unless he's just made leaps and bounds uh in his strides to being a better quarterback, then he's gonna fuck it up. So I'll take uh I'll take the Ducks, minus thirteen and a half. Do you have any more picks?
0: Yeah, I have two more. Two more? All right, what yeah. are they? San Jose State minus two and a half, going on the road to play Fresno State. San Jose State hand. Oh, <laughs> that was a rewind always. Yeah. <laughs>
1: And just scratch it off the page. That's not that's not a good sign. Uh, San Jose State is
0: undefeated Same this Jose.
1: year. <laughs> like Jose Aldo,
0: but they've played all their games at home. Uh, this is their first away game, and it's against a good Fresno State team. But Fresno State's defense has struggled a little bit, allowing 228 rushing yards a game. San Jose. San Jose State, I got to say Jose because that's what I normally call them. So when you hear me correct it to an incorrect term, I, I'm doing it on purpose. Okay. <laughs> um, the strength of their offense is not running a football, but I look, I look for them to take advantage of a weak run defense while playing good defense of their own. I'm taking San Jose State minus two and a half as my big easy bet.
1: Really? Yeah. Did I give out? Yeah, I did give out my two big easy bets. Um, all right, what's your last pick?
0: It's Washington State at Stanford, minus Stanford's two-and-a-half-point favorites at home. You love um, Washington State. Washington State played a pretty close game last week, <laughs> if, if if you were watching. But, they, look, Washington State was able to run the ball uh, very well in the first half, and then in the second half they kind of got away from it for some reason. Um, I think that this week, you know, they have a good running back. By the name of Dion McIntosh And then they have their running back from last year Who was also very good Max Borgie who is day by day And could play on Saturday I think if if Washington State gets Borgie back With the one-two punch of him and McIntosh uh, They'll have no reason to really get away From the r- rushing attack And then look look at their freshman quarterback How well he played against a a good Oregon defense um, Jaden DeLara is his name And you know where he's from? I do not. Hawaii. Really? So all the better. You know there's no stopping them. Washington (laughs) State's offense is going to be too much for a struggling Stanford defense. I'm taking Washington State on the road plus two and a half.
1: okay I like it. Yeah, I figured that's where you were going to lean.
0: Look, Stanford's uh, been able to move the ball, and look, they'll certainly have success moving the ball against Washington State's defense, who allows over, I think, 500 yards a game. But uh i do think that their defense is better than their yard The the amount of yards they give up they give up a lot of big plays to oregon especially in that second half big long runs but if washington state commits to running the football then they'll be able to win this football game i feel like
1: yeah no yeah stanford can't stop the run they're giving up like 225 yards of carry i'm sure you said that um so all right i like it let's we'll recap real quick um I'm on tonight. Western Michigan, Central Michigan, uh, over fifty nine and a half. Uh, taking Ohio. Actually, Friday. It's Thursday, right? The Wyoming game. I'm taking Wyoming minus twenty and a half. Uh, Ohio State minus twenty and a half. Coastal Carolina minus five and a half. I'm taking Wisconsin minus seven and a half. My Big Easy bet of the week. And then I'm also taking for my second Big Easy bet of the week due to the Arizona State cancellation. Uh, Boise State minus fourteen. Taking the Oklahoma, Oklahoma State over 59.5, and, and then I'm taking Oregon minus 13.5. What you got?
0: I'm going with Wyoming minus 20.5. I'm going with the LSU at Arkansas under 64. I'm going with Georgia State minus 3.5. I'm going with San Jose State <laughs> minus 2.5 as my big easy bet. And The late night game at 9.30, I'm going with Washington State plus two and a half.
1: Yeah, I think the Boise State game starts at 10 Central Time. So, um, there's nothing better than, I mean, either a good day or a bad day. There's nothing better than knowing you got Boise waiting, waiting in the shadows at 10 o'clock to uh, either continue a good day or bring you back from the depths. So Or or further send you into uh, turmoil. But... They don't normally do that, so you got to work for it. You'll be up till one thirty in the morning watching Boise State cover a fourteen point spread over in Hawaii. Um, But yeah, there you go. There's the NCAA picks. So NFL uh, Thursday night we had the Colts. They were your lock of the week. A lot of people were uh, on the Titans. So I was even leaning Titans. Idiots. I was leaning (laughs) Titans. Nick swayed me back to the Colts. Um, I don't know. I didn't love the game. I probably wouldn't have picked it if it wasn't on a Thursday game. But so we both took the Colts. they cover easily, went outright. Um, they were underdogs. They win decisively. Um, so good pick. You hit your lock of the week. Um, we were on opposite ends of the Panthers and Buccaneers game. So you were right here, Bucks minus five. That's a winner. Um Panthers the Panthers were in it. I think they were leading at half. or no, they were tied up at halftime. They had a chance to go take a three point lead. Maybe they were up three. Yeah, it was a, a close it, it was a close game. They kinda botched the uh at the end of the first half they botched a little um scenario that they could have got some extra points out of but bucks ran away with it in the second half uh we were both on the seahawks plus one and a half they lose uh to the Rams, so that hurt that didn't help us whatsoever um you were on the dolphins minus two and a half so it's crazy i've been saying the dolphins were coming i've been saying it for years um but i was not expecting the dolphins be sitting at six and three through nine weeks uh this year so good pick there Um, I was on the Saints minus nine and a half and I was on the Saints and 49ers under 50 which was my lock of the week that hit and obviously the Saints covered the nine and a half point spread but it came at a price we lost our Hall of Fame quarterback Drew Brees Uh, Chauncey Gardner Johnson got hurt but it's looking like that's not going to be serious he should be good to go this coming week Uh, Marshawn Lattimore had an oblique injury I haven't heard anything on him, but he was celebrating in the locker room. So hopefully that's um, a good sign. Who else did we lose? We lost some other people too. Armstead got hurt, but he ended up not even missing a snap. Came back in. Um, who else? We we got banged up. There were yeah. some other people that got hurt, but um, I don't know. I well, how do you feel like Jameis is going to do?
0: Um. I mean, he, look, he's going against a team he's familiar with, so this is a divisional game he's played in this division his whole career. So, yep. I mean, that's a plus for him. And then the defense that he's going against hasn't been very good this year, but, I mean, they have been improving. Um, but I've had Falcons a- are coming off their bye, yeah. so you wonder how much time they were spending preparing for Drew Brees while on the bye, how much film was their defensive players watching. Wasting their time because yeah. he's not going to be playing. It's going to be a different, a little bit of different style of quarterback play. But, um, I don't know. I I expect him to to play, to do well. I think because I think that since he knows he's going to be starting, yeah, he's going to be more prepared. I think. Look, he he had a fairly successful drive against last week against the 49ers and then it it got stalled when Sean Payton put. Taysom Hill in
1: on third down, but see, I think we need to expect we got to get ready. There's going to be more of that. I think Taysom Hill is going to be coming in more often. They're going to be doing a lot more of um, his whatever power run shit. Yeah, Um, I think more than when we had Drew Brees. Uh, Personally, I've been saying Taysom Hill is not the quarterback of the future. He will not be the quarterback of the New Orleans Saints. Jameis is going to win the job. Um, And you saw it right there. Drew Brees goes down. First thing they said, Jameis, grab your shit, get in. Taysom might have been looking around, like, not my turn. Thought I was the quarterback of the future. Um, No, Jameis naturally is a better quarterback. He has he can make all of the throws. It's just between the ears. Can he make sure to not throw it to the other team, which he tried to do? Um,
0: Yeah, that was a sneaky little guy that was kind of like hidden. You know, he was hiding behind the line. the offensive line and defensive line, so Jameis didn't see him.
1: So, I yeah. Mean, no. Yeah. And so I, I'll say this: watch, just wait and see how the defense turns it up, just like they did last time. Drew Brees got hurt. Um, we hit an under this week, and it's probably gonna be a lot more unders for the foreseeable future. I think the defense is gonna play incredible. The defense is already playing incredible, but I think we're about to see them do exactly what they did two years ago when Drew Brees broke his thumb. I think we're going to um, we're gonna see them. I mean, play the best football they played all year, which they've already been training in that direction. Three points given up to the Bucks. Um, I don't know, fucking whatever ten, thirteen, whatever uh San Francisco had. Um so I don't know. I we can we can still win with Jameis Winston, but don't expect it to be as smooth sailing as it is with Drew Brees on the offensive side of the ball. I had somebody tell me, well, our offense is pretty easy. I said, no, the offense is not easy. Drew Brees makes it look easy. Drew Brees accuracy makes it look seamless. So it might look like it's all checkdowns to Camara and running the ball, but it's not, it's a lot of checkdowns to Camara and there's going to be a lot more checkdowns to Camara. So don't think that, uh, I mean, I think we might take, we're going to take some more deep shots now, but it's not going to be all just this air raid offense. Um, I don't know what you how you feel on that, but I think it's going to be more check to camara, lean on the run, and just keep moving the chains. Um, yeah, I think it's a bad
0: idea to incorporate Taysom Hill into our. No, offense. I do too. Yeah, no, 100%. especially for a player like Jameis Winston, who's been known to be somewhat of a streaky player. So you know, you got Jameis Winston last week coming in on a drive; he was red hot. He was like. Six for six yep. or something for his first six passes, and then you take him out. After that, he doesn't complete another pass. So, I mean, it no, just yeah. seems
1: like a bad idea to interrupt. I just, I just don't get it. I don't understand. It's not It's not a gimmick. Like, they they, ex, they know what to expect. And they did draw back, and they let Taysom throw it, and I think he might have completed a pass. Um, I think he got sacked. Well, didn't he complete one to Michael Thomas? I, I don't know. I could be wrong. But... Nine times out of ten, it's a quarterback power. It's a direct it, shotgun snap to Taysom, and he's just it works, but it I going. just don't. I don't like it on third. No, yeah, down. definitely not. Second and short, sure. Yeah, even if it's third and two, something like that, maybe. But like third and six, we don't need we don't need Taysom Hill in the game, man. I, I don't know. I don't know where the confusion is, but um, I mean, shout out to Drew Brees for fumbling a snap. Bending over, picking it up, and throwing a touchdown pass to Alvin Kamara with a goddamn five cracked ribs and a collapsed lung. Um, he will be back. I was I was definitely overreacting a little bit when I first heard it because I was like, what the fuck? I, I was like, oh, my God. I'm like, okay, hopefully it's a cracked rib, maybe two. It's back in a couple weeks with a flak jacket on. I was like, oh, my God. He's got fucking five cracked ribs, three on one side, two on the other, and, and a collapsed lung. So... Like great, um, but no, he he will be back, whether it's in the playoffs or sooner. At some point this year, we will see Drew Brees again, and I don't give a fuck if Jameis Winston is going crazy. It's Drew Brees' team. Everybody needs to get that through their fucking head. I don't care if Jameis is undefeated. Teddy Bridgewater was undefeated, and people were saying, "Oh, maybe we should roll with with Teddy." Shut the fuck up. It's Drew Brees' team. I don't even want to hear for a second. That maybe we should leave Drew on the bench. If he's ready to go, if he could throw a football even 50%, I, I, I'll take Drew Brees over anybody else. So, um, but anyway, I went three and two last week. Nick went three and one. Um, we both hit our locks of the week. Uh brings me to twenty-two twenty-two and one overall. So we've hit the five hundred mark. Um Nick is twenty-four and thirteen. Twenty-four and thirteen. It's very good. Uh, I'm five and five, my locks of the week. You are six and four. Uh overall. Collectively, we are twenty four, twenty one and one, nine and seven for our locks of the week. So we're doing much better on the locks of the week um, on the NFL side of things. Which college was a little crazy to start. It was a lot more, it was effect, we were talking about this, it was affected by COVID a lot more than the NFL was. Um, but now we're really getting a handle on things. Um, I mean, shit, I'm 13 and four in college the last two weeks. So, I mean, collectively, both NFL and college, we're in the green. We're doing well. We're where we need to be. Um, So we're going to keep it rolling Thursday night. You've got Seattle taking on Arizona. Seattle is three point favorites at home against the Cardinals who are coming off of a wild Hail Mary uh, victory. DeAndre Hopkins going up and just fucking snatching it out the air like Calvin Johnson over three uh, DBs, um, very impressive. Shout out to Joseph. He lost fantasy on that play. I jokingly, they're like, "Oh, he's like, oh god, ten seconds left," and I'm like, "I'm like, watch, you'll see the, you'll see it pop up." DeAndre Hopkins touchdown catch for fifty yards for the win, and then it literally it did. It, he was so fucking mad. He was so pissed. Uh, but all right, three point favorites, Seahawks at home. Which side are you leaning?
0: Going with the Seahawks at
1: home. Me too. Yeah. I I feel like prime time, coming off of two straight losses. Cardinals are going to be riding high after that Hail Mary victory. Um, Russell's tweeting out that that good days are coming. Um, I've I've never known Russell Wilson to be a liar. Coming off of two losses. um, Honestly, this might be my lock of the week.
0: Yeah, I'm still a little bit undecided. I think I'm going to go with something else. but
1: It might be. I have a different lock put down, but I really feel like there's no way they're losing three games in a row. Yeah. I don't see it. Um, but, all right, I won't jump the gun there. I'll probably stick with what I had originally as my lock, but I feel very good about this. I really like the Seahawks in this spot. Uh, three points, I feel like I'll take the Seahawks,
0: 100%. Yeah, They played on a Sunday night game. It was last time they played each other, which was just a few weeks ago. And then the game went into overtime. This game was in Arizona. And at that time, the Seahawks may have even been undefeated. But I think now the Seahawks do have their back against the wall. And, Mm -hmm. you know, they, they see themselves as a playoff team and a team that can contend for a Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh. The Cardinals, to me, are, are a really good team. and But just too much of their success has been put – has been, I guess, leaning on the success of Kyler Murray. Yeah, definitely. And how – if Kyler Murray has a bad game, then this game isn't going to be close.
1: Same thing on the flip side. It's Seahawks' success leans on Russell Wilson. It's solely Russell Wilson. But I'll take Russell Wilson over Kyler Murray.
0: Yeah, and then the, – I mean, dude, the weapons over there. I know the, the Cardinals have tons of weapons mm-hmm. and maybe the best receiver in football, but uh, there's a lot of people that would argue the Seahawks have the best receiver in football. Yeah, a lot
1: of Seahawks fans. I don't know that DK is yeah. the best receiver. He got shut down by Jalen Ramsey, but he's definitely, <laughs> he's up there. He's a very, very good receiver. So, um, yeah, no, I I'll take Seattle. I think this is a good spot for Seattle. I like it a lot. Two losses. I don't I don't think it's gonna be three um all right I'm gonna just get it out of the way now I'm gonna take the Saints minus five at home over the Falcons uh I think the defense is gonna go uh into that whatever mode they went into two years ago um and I think the offense is still gonna be able to score some points we just got to be methodical we might take a, a few more deep shots which I'm interested to see uh Jameis will have an offense centered around him. He'll have a full week of practice getting first-team reps. So I think we're going to see a better performance out of Jameis Winston. I told my dad and my uncle, I said, I still feel confident that we can win a Super Bowl with Jameis Winston. I said this before Drew Brees got hurt. I said that if it came down to it that he had to come in, that's why I said I felt like it was such a good pickup. I feel like our team is good enough, we have enough talent all around on all three phases of the game that, We can still win a Super Bowl with Jameis Winston. Do I feel as confident as if we had Drew Brees? Not a fucking chance. But there's still a chance with Jameis Winston. Dude was a starter for five years, number one overall draft pick, led the league in passing yards last year. So in the right system with the right weapons around him, I think he can have a lot of success, and I don't feel like there's any better system for him to thrive than ours. He's just got to come in. He's not going to have rookie jitters. He's been here before. So – we just got to go in, handle business. I think we cover the spread against the Falcons. If we can win four, I don't know. It depends on how long Drew's out. But whatever. I'm taking the Saints minus five over the Falcons. So what, what's your next one?
0: It's going to be the Dolphins minus three at the Broncos. Yeah. I'm taking the Dolphins minus three.
1: Hottest team in football. You love the Dolphins. They're like your San Diego State.
0: Yeah, they're a pretty good team. So <laughs> I think Tua's got to continue to improve. They got to be a little bit more efficient. In the red zone this week, but um, who's playing better this year, Tua or Joe Burrow? I mean, I would say Joe Burrow right now, but you know, then you got to look at Herbert as well as.
1: I mean, obviously Tua hasn't had, um, Tua has not had the amount of games as Burrow. He just was a starter what last two weeks, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean Herbert, they're two and seven, and he hadn't been winning them games.
0: Yeah, but he's been playing well. I mean, I mean. Yeah, I don't know. I I'd say it's it's a Dolphins team, and it's a it's a big reason why I've been big on the Dolphins. Is overall like I know. Think of when Joe, you have a what good if Joe defense. Burrow was on the Dolphins, right? If you have a good defense, and then they have some playmakers too on that offense. But dude, a good defense is a quarterback's best friend. And uh, oh yeah, the Dolphins are really Tua hasn't been turning the ball over, which that's a big difference between him and Fitzpatrick. Yeah, uh, I know a lot of people question the decision to make Tua of the quarterback when it when it was done, but uh they're not really questioning that decision any longer. So Yeah. Um no, I do like the Dolphins minus three on the road, even against uh in mile high, but the Broncos are a little bit of a scrappy team. They uh scratch and clawed their way back in a couple games this year, but I think that the Dolphins defense is just gonna be too much for them. and then look for two and to be able to build on the chemistry that he's been building with with those offensive assets they have. Yeah.
1: Um, my next one, I'm going to take the Steelers minus 10 over the Jaguars. Jaguars are coming off of a really hard fall game against the Packers. Um, they played them really well, but Packers pulled it out in the end. Um, Steelers just stomped the Bengals. I've been saying all year, Steelers would have been my uh, – um said it before the season even started, I'm pretty sure. Steelers would have been my pick out of the AFC, uh, value pick to win the Super Bowl. They're sitting at 9-0 quietly they're undefeated um six and two against the spread for pittsburgh like i said jaguars played great against green bay they're a fucking bad team they're one and eight they're not playing great two weeks in a row i don't think they're going to be able to do anything against that pittsburgh defense so i'm gonna take the steelers minus 10 what's the next one uh it's the monday night game okay well you want me to is that your last one yeah all right well then before that i have the uh i'm gonna take the patriots minus two against the Texans on the road in Houston. It's going to be my lock of the week. I think the Patriots are – that defense is just too damn good. It's too good. It really is. I think Bill Belichick is going to scheme. He's going to be ready to go for Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson, I mean, dude, he's not – well, how do you feel like he's doing this year? Let's put. It I feel that way.
0: like he's doing pretty good. I mean – He's doing good for what he's got. Last year – I mean, last week against the Browns was definitely their worst yeah. offensive performance. I mean – Their first game without David Johnson, so they weren't able to have much of a rushing attack over there, and I think that might have played a little bit of a role in in their uh, them not having success. But to me, I was looking at this game and I was I'm almost gonna pick the Patriots. I think that they'll win the game, but yeah, I mean you do never know what type of what's gonna happen with Watson. I think that I'm not ready to say that like the the Texans are can't win games
1: with with him yeah, at quarterback. you're gonna be the last one to say that because you you were. I mean,
0: what's their record now? Two and seven. If they went five, if they <laughs> went seven straight, man, maybe they will squeak in the playoffs and make something happen. You <laughs> were
1: huge. You were huge on Houston. Um, so you'll be the last one to say. Well, the big that Houston's out. With the Texans is their
0: defense, dude. Yeah, look, they only allowed ten. was it? Ten points last game. Yeah, but they allowed. 100 yards rushing to two separate
1: running backs. So, which leads me to believe this is why I'm on the Patriots because they've found a consistent or, or somewhat Damian Harris is asserting himself as the lead guy in that backfield. Um, He's been trending in that direction the last three weeks. So, I think they found a go-to guy out of the backfield. Um, They found a go-to guy in the receiving court, Jacoby Myers. That dude's really good. Really good. It's, and he
0: can pass.
1: Yeah, exactly. Better than Cam Newton, apparently, because Cam's got three touchdowns. That was a really picks. nice touchdown throw. <laughs> it was. No, it was. So, it's going to come down to Cam, dude. Cam's got to play better. He's got to play better. This team would be doing pretty damn well, even without – that just shows how good their defense is. They had so many people sit out, and they're still they're, – I mean, they're sitting at four and five. They lost the game against the Bills. That came down to Cam fumbling. Um they could have easily won that one, and then they lost to Denver by like six points. So their record could look a lot different. Um, but also to Houston's one and seven against the spread. So terrible football team, terrible. Um, so yeah, no, uh, this can be my lock of the week. I'm take the Patriots minus two. I think their defense is going to shut down Watson. Uh, if anybody can game plan for one player, which it's really just Watson. Uh, we saw with Lamar Jackson, they just fucking they just beat the pay uh the Ravens. So uh, I'm going to roll with the Patriots again, minus two. My lock of the week. That'll be my last pick that I have for this week. So, you're on the Monday night game, Rams and Bucks. Yeah. What are you thinking?
0: When we started recording, this it, spread it was... was three
1: and a half. Now it's up to four.
0: Yeah, well, when I wrote it down, it was three. So, Rams at Buccaneers. Buccaneers are three-point favorites at home. Buccaneers coming off of a big win against divisional opponent, Carolina Panthers. Um... I think the big difference in this one is Tampa Bay's defense especially mm-hmm. at at the linebacker position and what their the versatility they have there of able the ability to be able to cover tight ends and also cover running backs out the back out of the backfield um I really do I don't know I think the Rams they've gotten by with some subpar performances I feel like but I just don't know how well they're going to be able to move the ball against Tampa Bay. Is that point and a half throwing you for a loop a little bit? I mean, a little, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I mean, look, I think Tampa Bay can win this game easily, but um, I've been saying you got to be Rams a little are, bit worried about the Rams' pass rush
1: because yeah, and then their Tom rush defense def- is uh, pretty good too. But look at the Saints game; we were all up in Brady's shit, and that I mean, look what happened. Our pass rush was incredible that game. Yeah. So, yeah, no, if they're able to get the pass rush going. Um, but I just don't see the Rams offense going to be able to be much effective,
0: and that's what I'm most sure of. Yeah. Um, no, I'm going to take the Buccaneers minus four.
1: Okay. All right. So to recap for me, Thursday night I got Seattle minus three. I'm taking the Saints minus five. Steelers minus ten. And then I'm taking the Patriots minus two for my lock of the week.
0: I'm taking the Seahawks minus three on Thursday night. On Sunday at three, I'm taking the Dolphins minus three. And then on Monday night, I'm going to be taking the Buccaneers minus four is my big easy
1: bet. All right. I like it. So that'll do it for the NFL picks. Um, college and NFL, everything's trending in the right direction. Um, you got anything to say before we go? That's it. Episode sixty three of Big Easy Bets brought to you by Manscaped. Go buy something off of Manscaped's website. And use the promo code Big Easy Bets for twenty percent off and free shipping. We'd really appreciate it. Like I said, I've been saying it. you can help us out while you're helping yourself out. Get a good gift for somebody in your family. So nobody will be disappointed getting some from Manscaped on Christmas Day. Um, all right, episode sixty three. That'll do it. Y'all have a good one. Hoot at. What do